we're good. All How right. good? Pretty good. I see my feet there. Like you actually decided to uh, set this one, send this one live. Yeah. You did. That's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. I see the feed. That's we're a, good. That's a crazy idea. I mean. Who the hell would think this would be a good idea? Yeah, who would want to listen to us? <laughs> Geezers. <laughs> who the... Who, who's, These who, hosers. <laughs> hey, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who would think... Yeah, you know what? Huh? Those guys should probably press the live button. Those guys <laughs> probably... Seem like a couple of guys... Uh, In the world. Seem like a couple of guys. Uh huh. Yeah. Can't say much else about them. Uh huh. Yeah. Seems like it. It's the only thing going for them. Wouldn't want to assume anything, but it seems like it. Yeah. Wouldn't want to assume anything. Man, I don't know what it is. I need, I need like. I, is your cold coming back? No, he's not coming back. But he's not going away though. Oh, yeah. you got one of those long ones. Like the long one. Yeah. And uh, it's just wiping me out. You know, I'm hearing the. But you came early today. I'm hearing the noise in the morning. Hey, get uh-huh. going. Hey, you get going, you. <laughs> just poking a stick at you. Hey, you. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you, man. Like, why are you waking me up, old man? Hey, you. Hey, son. Oh. I guess that's how I perceive it in my dream. But that's really not what it is. It's. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's the feeling of old it. man winter. Yeah. Hey, hey, fellow, time to get moving. And uh, I kind of what rub my eyes. Like, you know, it's like that blurry. You're blinking. You know, you yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Why is there an old man standing next to me? Uh-huh. He doesn't live here. It's old man winter. He doesn't live here. No. I'm supposed to sleep. Uh-huh. Supposed to be sleeping. Mm. Hey, you. So I get up, you know. And, uh, but I'm still trying to wake up right now, this minute. Like, I'm still really? not. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know what it is. I'm not. I didn't wake up. How today. many coffees did you have? Yeah, not enough. Okay. Yeah. Don't give me any ideas because I'll go get. I'll go march over don't there. Don't do that. I'll march we have over a show there. Going don't give me any ideas here. You can ask Mo. Just text him. Don't give me any ideas here, Will. Okay. Cause I'll I'll march over there, and there he is. There he is. <laughs> Why? There he is. <laughs> Why? There he is. There he is. Well, what is what's up? There he is. <laughs> hey guys. There he is. We were just talking about you. Uh, okay. That's why. There he is. Will was talking about you. I would never talk about you behind your back. <laughs> yeah, but your head is turned. Your head is turned right now. His back's turned, man. Will was talking about you. Yeah. I keep getting this. I keep getting this uh, video suggested to me. It's eight minutes and two seconds long. Okay. Which one? It's a. Uh, I don't. I didn't click on it yet, but I feel like they really want me to click on it. Obviously, they it it it. The machine? The. 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 iPad. We're back to that. 
Which one? When I think about iPad. (laughs) (laughs) When I think about iPhone in the community and all the things iPhone is responsible for, Mm. I can't help but think that iPhone is iPhone. iPhone is (laughs) iPhone. Okay, yes. Uh, and my phone is iPhone. Yeah. I keep getting this video suggested to me, Well, Okay, which one? Eight minutes and two seconds, one million views in four days. It's a hell of a thumbnail. Okay. And it's uh, they've put a title to the video, but then they've also put a title on the thumbnail itself. Oh, okay, okay. You know how you do that? So it's like a dual title. Do they work together? Oh, they work. Oh, they work together. Okay. Now, the title on the thumbnail is "The Decline of Friendship," and the actual title, "The Friendship Recession." (laughs) Look at that baby right there. That's not bad. Why friendships are becoming rarer in America. Explained by author Richard Reeves. Friendship becoming rarer. Whoa. The decline. You know, you talk, you hear these words like you hear recession. Uh huh. And your mind, you know, we're so tuned up and tuned in to the. It's never a good thing. No, never a good thing, but for we, the public. But we always, we always attach that word to. Economies, to economics, yeah, yeah, yeah. like there was. Oh my God, uh-huh. what what might? But you apply it to something like friendship, and you and you start to you look at that word and that concept differently, mm-hmm. and you start to say to yourself, "Yeah, of course you can have a friendship recession." Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, you can start to almost attempt to place value on friendship that's similar to economics so that you can elevate it to a status that you might start thinking about it as an asset as an asset worth investing in like you might in the world of economics Mm. are you investing in friendship will you know i try are you i try are you (laughs) Sir, I've had, um, I have my old, uh, you have your ways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck in my ways, but I, I, it's hard to make new friends now. I would say that. Oh, you know? interest. But all of my interest. old friends, um, long-term friends, I, uh, I hold dearly. Easy. I value. Yes. Hey, hey. There's no recession there. Hey, now. You know? I presume what he's talking about, and I don't know. Did you watch the video? No, no, not at all. I told oh. you, he kept getting suggested to me. I mean, you know. It's a great thumbnail, though. Great title. Well, they got me. Like, I will watch it. It just hasn't happened yet. Okay. But it looks like it, it's it's kind of um, set up into chapters there, which is cool as well. Uh-huh. Like male friendships, female friendships, the dystopia we must avoid, why we are losing friends, the ideal relationship, and how many friends do people need? Hmm. I don't know that you need that many friends. I mean, friends are great. You need you need some good friends. And maybe you do need 
You need to be friendly. I'll tell you that. Uh huh. You need to be friendly. But I think this is an undervalued thing. And, I, you know, I kind of, family is sort of in the same category. I mean, I know it's different because obviously people have different family dynamics, but it's kind of, it's relationships is really what it is. Mm. Relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think that even if people have like screwed up family dynamics, they still have some control over their friendship. So friendship is, is very widely applicable. Yeah. And it doesn't, might not even feel like you have control of it. But my goodness, Will, you know, you have some kind of, uh, uh, you have some kind of situation, some, some kind of uh, hangout with your pals. That could be rejuvenating. Yes. You could have yeah. a laugh. You might have a laugh, Will. Yeah. One or two. You might have a laugh. And then all of a sudden, like, it becomes, it's difficult to quantify the effect of that. And if that maybe makes you more productive or more capable or more psychologically healthy because you feel less distress. And just because we we tend to grasp onto things we can quantify. We say, I can quantify that. Mm -hmm. Oh, look how many views it's got on it. Yeah. We like Uh, the things. Data-driven. You know, we 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 like to go and we bake uh, we bake the cake and we pour in the measuring cup and we go tablespoons and teaspoons, don't we? Will it's down to a science, don't we? Uh, like chemistry, and that's not what's happening here because this one you can't quantify it. You're not really sure the effect of it, mm-hmm. and well, obviously in this case, Richard Reeves. I'm sure is going to be talking about or he's going to be attempting to quantify it and maybe more importantly he'll be just talking in general about the decline there but like you see some of those clips they're showing the old school look at the communities there Will I mean you don't I don't see you engaging with any of that no no The when you hovered there look at these like you can't yeah you yeah. can't I mean I know you say what you say but uh-huh. it's not loosey goosey <laughs> what does that mean it's not Lucy like like I think friendship and and interaction and socializing was the default it was just like that's that was the worthwhile thing to do in the land in which there was far less distraction sure, technology sure. gadgets screens entertainment etc 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 electricity <laughs> yeah it's like so socializing, to- storytelling, uh, hanging out, playing games, whatever, would have been the default status. It would have been organic. Uh-huh. It wouldn't have been regimented. You now, you you want to socialize? You now. Board game night. Yeah, you got to have a <laughs> whole party. Oh my, you're gonna set up. You got spreadsheets going. Who's bringing the nacho? Who's who's uh who's uh, dancing yeah. the the tango? Who's wearing the outfits? Who's uh, bringing the napkins? <laughs> who's got the paper plates uh-huh. and the kazoo's? And all of a sudden, for you, it's a whole grab bag. And then it's just like work. Isn't that just what work is? Yeah, there's responsibility there. Um, Maybe it's due to age that we just want maybe more structure, more order. No, Um, it's because... But I can't can't just go to my friend's house and hang out. Oh, you can do it. I have responsibilities. You know? You can do it. I can't, you know. You can do it well. I know you think it's crazy, but you can do it, dude. Well, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is the, 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 the regimented nature of it now has changed it. 
uh-huh. into more of a structured kind of appointment of sorts. And that yeah. appointment just changes the way that we perceive what it actually is. We're like, gotta go get my nutrition now. Time for my different compartments. It's time for my medicine. Uh-huh. Instead of default status, I'm Willie Do. I socialize. Yeah. No, listen. I, I can't do that as much. Listen. Listen. Huh? I know I know I'm giving you a hard time here, but the truth of the matter is that actually there are these versions of interactions that take place and I think they don't seem significant, but I think they're really important. Like I know you are quite a neighborly guy, as an example. Mm. You get out there, you shake some hands, you go out there in your slippers. You, you know, I pick, try. You pick I up try. the newspaper, don't you? I do, yes. I do. Let the dogs out, walk them around the neighborhood, dog meetups, talk to the neighbor. I yeah. try to be orderly and also conversational. You, 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 might, you might consider yourself friendly. I think so. I think for the most part. You yeah. might be a friendly guy. Yeah. So you don't deserve any type of uh, bad rap. I don't necessarily know that you're contributing to the friendship recession. Um, yeah, maybe not. But I am an introvert. I do tend to be more of a recluse. So. Well, listen. But I try. I try. Listen. I think everyone should put in the effort. You know, maybe just saying hi to the neighbor. That's all we need. Could be you get get it started, get the ball rolling, as they say. Yeah, you never know. Get the ball rolling, as they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you talk to your neighbors? Oh yeah, you know I'll you do. do right? I'll give a one-two. I'll give a one-two. Yeah. I'll give a. I'll give not you, not punching. I'll give a. I'll give a how she going. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll give a how she going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How's I'll, the weather? I'll give an up down. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? You know what it means. And, uh, but you know me, Will. I'm out there in the community. You are, yeah. And there's, and I'm tired sometimes. I'm tired and I'm just like, where's the, you know, how do I, where do I hide? Where, there are days like that. Where can I hide? Yeah. You know, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But I don't want to let that type of conditioning take over because that's the easy way. That's the easy yeah, way out. Yeah, I'm going to let that take over. You got to balance, you know. I think I'm going to watch this video. Okay. I think I'm going to go ahead and watch this video at a later date. And This, uh, this video will get... And Benjamin uh, says being friendly things. and having friends are completely different, which is true. But there's a reason the words are similar because I think you're much more likely to make friends by being knowing how to be friendly. Hence the it's a start correlation yes. between the words. Uh-huh. That's your gateway to friends. Uh-huh. Careful, careful. Being too friendly might be your gateway to friends. Who would want that? You know what? Let me just <laughs> ask in the comments here. How many friends do you have? Should I put it as a poll? No, no, no. No, okay. I just want to see a couple responses. How many friends do you have? How many friends should you have? How many friends do you have? Like, are you talking about close friends? No, I or mean... Or just I, friends in general? I mean, I think you got... I think you got, like... You might have... 
25 to between 25 and 50 friends. Wow, you have a whole no, no, crew there. No, no, hang on, hang on. Okay. Hang on, because people get carried away with this, don't they? You don't need to know everybody's intimate details. It could be like, oh, who's that guy? He's my friend. I know him. I know enough about him. Yeah, enough to be cordial. I, I, and people are going to get in here with acquaintances, aren't they? They're going to get yeah. in with that word. <clears throat> Less than 10. Never mind close friends. I understand close friends is less than 10. That's true. Yeah, okay, that's true. Yeah, no. Minus zero? What does that mean? Between four and 20. Hundreds. Coworkers are not friends. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay. Three friends for 20 years. Statistics show that people live longer if they have at least some deep relationships. 8 to 10, probably 20. Yeah. I think it's under 50 for sure. I don't think, I don't, I also don't, I think sometimes we get carried away. We don't want to give away that title. Like, you're not my friend. Yeah. You don't really know me. It's like, that's aggressive. It's like, all right. Maybe one day. <laughs> You were just spitting at me. Maybe one day. With your aggressive tone. Maybe one day. Yeah. Maybe one day. You want to talk about Elon, Will? Yeah, let's go. That's what you got going on. Have you been on Twitter lately? What's a no? No. Wow. Okay. Well, do you see anything <laughs> different here? Check mark. Oh, Doge. Goofing around. The Doge um, is now. There's no bird. Now it's a Doge. It's a Doge. Oh, I see. Okay, Dogecoin soars after Twitter replaces its blue bird logo with the token's dog. In the past, Twitter CEO Elon Musk has shown himself to be a fan of the meme coin. Yes, I know. I know. I know about your meme coin. Uh, this was actually a thing. I think that was not, not threatened, but like teased a long time ago. Am I crazy about that? Yeah, we have the tweet here. Yeah, we have the tweet. Is a new platform needed on March 26th? This was, uh, I guess, what year? years ago. Years uh, ago. March 26th, years ago. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Wall Street Bets chairman Twitter handle says, just buy Twitter already. Uh, and change the bird logo to a doge. And Elon goes, ha ha. Ha ha. Did you? Uh huh, yeah, yeah. That's exactly how, it is, how he sounds. <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> That'd be sick. That'd that be would sick. sick. That'd be sick. I, I know that way. I know he wrote that with <laughs> that would sick, but he, ha ha. That'd be sick. Ha 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 ha. Anyway, um, and so then here we are years later and people are still dojin. They're still dojin the doge. I honestly kind of forgot about all of it, particularly the coin. And obviously everyone hasn't. Some people want to relive the those days. Uh-huh. It's still hanging in there. Doge days. Well, I mean, now it now it is because everyone was looking yeah. for a sign of life, and then Elon comes with the 
the change. And then people are like, well, wait, if he changes the Twitter, you know, they're doing that math, mm. sacred pyramid type math. They're like, if, if things are flying. Calculations, yeah. If he starts by changing the Twitter logo, does that mean it will become the official currency of the future world social media platforms and therefore into the meta spaces of the verses and the headsets and the doge is back? Yeah, well I, don't, put. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know if it means all that much because it, to Elon, it always seemed a lot, a hell of a lot more like a, like a funny troll that he got a kick out of mm -hmm. than anything else. But uh, here we have a meme being posed. That's an old photo implying that the, the Twitter tweeting bird. But then why not just change the whole name? Because Twitter tweeting the, the, the tweet of a bird. There's some yeah. missed connections here now. I really do wonder if how long it's going to stay, the logo. Or you think it's a joke? It's got to be, right? You're not trading all of your... ETH for Doge right now. No. You're not transacting. Um, I I don't think it's going to stick. Okay. Like the logo here. Will he do? Is that your official financial advice for DraftKings? <laughs> Is that your DraftKings yeah. prediction? No. <laughs> Nothing on Doge. All right. Yeah. Well, he did it anyway. He, 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 you know what? One of the things is constantly, he, I mean, he likes this. He has this novel thing of like plaid or like, you, you know, you can make your Tesla fart or it's this kind of goofy. goofy. And, and that's what that strikes me as. That's just a goof. That, yeah. I'm, that's my best guess as well. Mm -hmm. So that's my DraftKings prediction. Mm -hmm. Tesla launches Giga Beer. Cybertruck-inspired Pilsner. Add this to your list of memorabilia. Uh, they had the tequila. They had the whistle, the Cybertruck whistle. Mm -hmm. There's been the shorts. Wasn't it like red shorts? Yeah. Not a lot of consumables, but this is one of them. The yeah. tequila and then the beer. The tequila followed by the beer brewed for cyborgs made by humans. Giga beer now available. What's it going to run me? Look at the container. looks pretty cool. It's going to run me $100. Um, oh, that's close. $97.06. Or a three-pack. It was just a guess. Oh, a three-pack. Wait a sec. It's a 330 mil that you're getting? That's it? Let's see here. That's kind of weird. A three thirty mil, so it's, it's a, basically a bottle of beer times three for a hundred. Now, do you drink it? Do you save it? Do you collect it? What do you do? Because really, the collectible is the bottle. Uh -huh. So I think you can drink it. Can you give yeah. me a translation on that? Does it expire? Description. It does, right? Of course. Okay. Here we go. Tesla Giga Beer was created to mimic the shape of Cybertruck while honoring the 500-year tradition of brewing beer, according to the German Rhein Eitzkabot. Rhein Eitzkabot. Rhein Eitzkabot. They got rules around beer. Will, did you know that in Germany? Uh, what's one of them? So the, the beer is serious in Germany. Oh, yeah. Did you go there? 
I would like to one day. You're going to go there? Well, yeah. when you go there, just know that the beer is serious. And you're going to ask for a beer, and they're going to raise their eyebrow. Okay, the right, the left eyebrow, they're going to raise. And then you're going to, and then you're going to get rattly. You're going to go, because they're going to ask what kind of beer you want next. And you're going to say what? A giga beer. <laughs> no, 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 they you're not. <laughs> you're not. You're not. Um, a lager. <laughs> <laughs> they punch me again anyway listen what, they, uh, they they got laws around it for example you're not going to see a german beer in a clear container like if you go there and you try to drink a corona you're gonna get smacked upside the face yeah okay so, okay definitely okay. you're not gonna get smacked okay and the reason being i don't know it goes back to like ancient times and they drink in Europe, they're just okay. so serious about, uh, well, I guess food and drink. Because I know Italy has a bunch of crazy food rules, too. They're like, oh, those tomatoes. You can't call, can't call that tomato that tomato. Could uh, be the same variety, but think about the soil. I get into this stuff from time to time. Uh, uh. You can't have the clear bottle. Clear bottle exposes the product to UV, has a higher likelihood of being exposed to UV, change the... Um, chemistry change the chemistry of the beer change the flavor of the beer uh, potentially uh, create an environment where you could have uh, th things go cloudy things going on in there and mm -hmm. bacterias and whatever else and so you get the tinted and the tinted keeps the sun off regardless of the storage. Okay, yeah. It improves the the shelf life, the integrity of the beer. You wouldn't want to hurt the beer. Yeah. You wouldn't want to hurt the coffee, and you wouldn't want to hurt the beer. You wouldn't want to hurt the tomatoes from Italy. Okay. Just here to help you guys out. We should get this, but it's only in Europe right now, unfortunately. Well, can we import? Um... Wait, I wasn't done reading the description. I got, I, because you were asking me all about these rules. Well, hurry up. Enjoy the Pilsner beer. Limited. Brewed in Berlin with our special cyber hops and notes of citrus fruit, bergamot, and sweet fruits. Each bottle features a seamless gloss black sleeve with a glow-in-the-dark giga watermark. Cheers. May only be sold to persons over 18 years of age. Sold in packs of three water, barley, malt, cyber hops, yeast. Made in Germany. Powered by cyber hops. Sold and distributed by Brew Uni. Um, 89 euros for a three pack. They're going to keep doing this. They're going to keep having a time. And Very collectible. Gonna, people are going to keep drinking it up. Mm-hmm. Tesla removes parking sensors to save money. The results are predictably terrible. I'm... I am backing off for this one. This is okay. your baby. Go ahead. So for the new um, Teslas without ultrasonic sensors, um, it took a while for them to actually uh, create this new feature using Tesla Vision um, that kind of replaces ultrasonic sensors. Me being one of the owners of this new Tesla um, change, it's really bad. At this point, um, I think that there is a lot of like things that that goes wrong. Like sometimes the the feature is not available. 
Sometimes it's very inaccurate, and sometimes it doesn't detect things properly. And for something like this, the parking assist, where you have to know the distance of things, you have to have it work 100% of the time. Um, I think this uh, video illustrates um, the demo of parking assist and Tesla Vision very, very well. He puts this new Tesla and an old Tesla with um, ultrasonic sensors in like a comparison video. And it was very thorough and it was very good. Um, you want to shout this guy out or what? R Simmons, okay. R-S-E-V. Okay. So he goes, he goes ultrasonic versus Tesla Vision. Yeah, and he really goes in there. He goes into like this parking spot with tight quarters and shows like the play-by-play. Um, let's get a little volume on that. You want to? Yeah, let's get a little volume on that. Or you can just play some sick tunes. Forwards. Oh. So you can see it's mapping everything out and getting the cars in front. So this there. one is without um, ultrasonic sensors. Without? The new Tesla. So it's yeah. show us the distance. We can measure that distance to see how accurate that is, I guess. But he kind of goes through, in this example, it has like the crossbars in the back of the wall. And they try to figure out whether or not it's um, now, there is this bar on the wall behind, so sensing the, the bar or the wall. The bar or the wall. It doesn't really show that, but there is a little indentation there. So it kind of looks to me like it might be detecting this uh, crossbeam that's on the wall there. So it says I've got a distance of 13 inches behind me. Let's measure that. It's exactly 13 inches. What about to the bar there, that crossbar? See, this could have been just a plain wall, but I wanted to make it a little bit more challenging. <laughs> so I'm actually 11 and a half inches from this metal bar that's behind the car. Let's just maneuver around the warehouse now and see what it shows on the yeah. visualization. So this, this was a good example, but it goes downhill from there. Like he give tries... Me some, give me some downhill. Okay. Uh, let me see here. It's not telling me to stop. Oh, really? Uh, 16 inches, apparently. So at this point, he, okay. the Tesla hits the person, work. and oh. it's still saying that there's space. <laughs> you oh, did. Jesus. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. It did. <laughs> so he can spot you. <laughs> okay. Wow. I trusted the car against no worry. Yeah. Left the car to the front right. Okay, let's just try that. Let's give it a bit So it's not even detecting the bin. Hmm. And it, the the bin is okay, so it, like around. right in front. I'm maybe looking at the mirrors. Bright orange bin. Wheelie really bin in front of me. And it's not able to detect Again, it. Again, so it doesn't like the wheelie really bin. Even though the the, the camera's on the top, so it can clearly mirror, see it, see but it bin. won't detect okay, it. I've got a big rear view camera here, but let's say I'm just looking in the mirrors or I'm distracted by something. It it considers the bin a car. It shows there's a car or something, but. And the car goes through the Tesla. So <laughs> 23 inches, and there's a weird graphic on the screen of a, a car. In fact, it is showing this vehicle next to me is a pickup truck, but that's next to me. It's not. It's showing this as a pickup truck, but it shows that this is partly in the boot of the car. Weird. Which it isn't. So it's getting a bit confused with what's going on here. Let's go further forwards and give it a chance to map the area. So backing straight up towards the wheelie bin. Can't see it. Hmm. Like, oh. it's clearly not 24 See, inches. Really... Which is what I want to hear. Can we take the wheelie bin further back so it's not distracted by the pickup truck? Because, again, this pickup truck's halfway in the boot of the car at the moment. 
according to the Tesla. Still didn't warn me about it. Right, let's try this. Yeah, those the angle of that so pickup truck is very strange. Uh -huh. does there. Still can't detect mm, it. Not really telling me anything. That's not giving me any visual on the screen at all. Like, it's showing but for some reason, the there. sides let's do, do really well. Again. Hmm. Different the angle of those I'm side sure cameras, maybe. It's not. Is it stopping him or is he it, stopping? It's supposed to really be, um, be cautious alert not really and then say stop in the UI. But it's not doing anything. It's not doing anything. Mm. It doesn't detect it. So be careful it. with wheelie bins because that's given me no warning at all that that bin's behind me. And I've repaired a few cars where people have backed into wheelie bins. They do dent the back of a car. So, um, Serge, what I'd like to do is can you get the other Model Y out? With this is good content. It's very informative. Oh, and this one? It's not able to see the package at all. It disappears. Yeah. Which makes sense. The camera is really high up. This is the this is the death challenge here because this is what Daltrasonics are for. Right but, on the uh, ground there, right at the bumper. But even spoiler alert, they tried with the ultrasonic and that didn't work. So the ultrasonic will see it up to a point. And if you go yes. past it, then it will lose like uh, the curb or whatever else. Yeah, yeah. But it, it probably sees it up to a point, I'm guessing. Yeah, it does. But Spoiler alert. There's some really good scenarios here. Um, I kind of went through everything, but it's a really good demonstration to show that Tesla vision in terms of parking assist is not completely right. Right now. Yeah. yeah. I would like to give it a chance, that, but right now it's not reliable it really makes you wonder what the cost of those ultrasonic sensors are like oh we got to save money I, yeah i have a hard time believing that they're like all cars ha have them all cars in this price range have mm -hmm. them at mm -hmm. this point so or just give me the 360 view like the live view instead of all these like weird squiggly lines okay here we have a super chat from gauge who says about to order new model 3 is now a good time to buy that's better question for you since you just got a model 3 um, it depends on where he is or where they are. Um, there might be still tax incentives. Oh. Um, I'm not too sure. In the States, there's tax incentives right now. Yeah. 7,500 bucks, right? Maybe. Uh, I haven't, I haven't looked into it. Um, but I don't know. It's tough right now. <gasps> uh, it's a great car. It's a great vehicle. It's just, um, I can't believe they took it out the ultrasonic sensor wait a second you're saying this ultrasonic thing is enough for you to regret the purchase no no but in um, california gauges in california yeah so i would say test incentives. drive it and then you know um if you're well i think i think it's more along i think they want the model three i think he's saying just timing wise because it's been so up and down with the pricing it is yeah it fluctuates it's a lot. been crazy with the pricing uh-huh i don't know uh, I don't know what the U.S. tax incentives are, but... Um, no, they're there in California for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's a great vehicle, I would say. Are you saying yes? Are just, you I, I don't yes? like the fact that they took out oh. a really important feature and then tried to create the feature again, but is not. it doesn't live up to the old um, Model 3. Let me ask you a different question. Will it eventually? I hope so. That, is it going to get to the point it where it's a lot of work. just as good as ultrasonic? Um, they say it might be better. 
Tesla. Okay, and you agree with that? You agree or you disagree? I hope so. I'm rooting for them. You're rooting. Yeah. I want them to succeed. Well, yeah, of course, but you know? I don't know. This might be, it might not be possible. They might be telling us that this is possible and it might not be possible. I don't know. Uh-huh. Unless, unless you have way more cameras, you are seemingly somewhat limited by the angles with which these cameras can capture things. I don't know. It seems to be the case to me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like just having firsthand experience, um, it's not reliable. Ah, uh, dude, I'll go a step further for you. You want to get real spicy? I think the ultrasonic setup on the Model S that I have is not as good as on the Taycan. Really? Oh man, the ta- you kidding me? The Taycan won't let you get close to anything. It will not oh, let okay. you get close to anything, including curbs, including things on the ground. Mm. So I'm just gonna put that out there. But with the Taycan, does it give you the 360? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. The real view? Yeah. The yeah, just give us that bird's eye. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't they just do that instead of like this weird animation? Like, I get squiggly lines, and it doesn't really represent what it actually is, you know? Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Okay, I've said my piece. Elon, please. You said your piece for the 12th time. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Yeah, I'm done. (laughs) Mr. Willie Ultrasonic Dew. Apple is researching an AirPods case with a built-in interactive touchscreen. Ooh. Lovely. This is fun, eh? Well, I like the render a lot, and I kind of get it. And I think there's a product, I believe maybe JBL makes it right now, which is basically this. Maybe not as beautiful as that, but it has a a screen on on the case, screen allowing you to interact with a couple of uh, a couple of features. I don't know if you're actually fully skipping tracks. Maybe you are, or are you just controlling oh, yeah, A and C? Thing. Yeah, it's not. Okay. As, it's not as beautiful, obviously. It doesn't have to have color. I mean, I this, like this this is mostly about functionality yeah. and not wasting battery life. But uh-huh. you can see you can uh, quickly modify the settings on your earbuds. See the battery life. See the time. Um, It'll be great if they were standalone. If what was. Uh, like the AirPods with the screen. If oh, yeah. You don't need to yeah, yeah, yeah. have your phone or your watch or anything to sync it kind of, Kind of like Apple Watch where you could just take the AirPods for a workout and yeah. not worry about your... Yeah. yeah. I don't know what would happen for connectivity there, though, because these are currently just Bluetooth. There's no... Yeah. You need, like, a hard drive in there. Yeah. Storage. You have to have some local storage. And I, Apple hasn't really been about that in a while with Apple Music and such. Anyway, this is a mock-up or a render. You can see in this case we have multimedia controls, volume, and just overall the thing looks pretty cool. You also have to wonder about durability. You know people are really rough with their AirPods. Mm. Drop them. They fly everywhere. They put them back in. Once you have a screen on there, it's going to be probably a little more fragile. Definitely need a screen protector. So this is a patent filed by Apple in September 2021, published last week in the U.S. Patent Trademark Office. And audio output device cases, commonly passive devices used to charge audio output devices, reads the patent. The utility of a headphone case can be enhanced and user control over a user's wireless headphones can be improved by configuring a headphone case with an interactive user interface to enable user control of operations associated with the wireless headphones. This is also if we ever get to that future in which you're doing so much more with voice and possibly mm. AR, and then you need more controls on the buds themselves because you are carrying a screen in your hand less frequently, like I'm talking way in the future. Mm-hmm. 
And this is just a patent. It's not, I mean, you start to see these renders and obviously appreciate what could be, but this is Apple getting, as usual, way out ahead of an actual product development. And what's interesting here is they're basically, they're mostly just showing off multimedia controls like next track, pause, and volume. Mm. But really you could do, do a lot more with that. I mean, if you have a display, you could pretty much, well, do whatever you want. There's all types of fancy mm -hmm. chips in these, in these devices now and way more horsepower than ever. So could you like surface results for um, Siri or assistant or I'm just I'm just trying to imagine a future in which you could actually just travel where your earbuds were your computing device. Maybe this is crazy and unlikely. I mean, everybody wants to have screens because they're scrolling, swiping and tapping. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how Watching close we TikTok. are to something like that. But but maybe maybe it is that hybrid approach where the headset is always with you. The yeah. headset and the earbuds instead of the phone and the earbuds. I don't know. Mm -hmm. We're a long ways out. Yeah. Well, speaking of the headset, here we have another look uh, and uh, some new, some new news, I guess, some new rumors. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I mean, I was just going to yeah. say yesterday we um, talked about how the Apple headset is going to be on in WWDC. Ming-Chi Kuo says no at this report. Yeah. He goes, he goes back it's and like says, they're not ready. says, hell no. In a tweet, Quo explained that Apple isn't very optimistic about whether the headset will be able to create an iPhone moment. As a result, the company has chosen to delay the device's announcement. Uh, I guess, yeah, it's a possibility. The delay also means the shipment forecast of the headset for 2023 will be lower than previously thought, reducing to just 200,000 to 300,000 units. Previously, they were projecting around half a million. It's going to be three to 4,000 bucks. Hmm. Whoa, Brevin. Remember Brevin was asking about starting a business? And, 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 and this was on like a show a while ago. Oh, yeah. He says Shout he's out. well on his way now, starting a soft washing house and roof cleaning service. <laughs> That's cool. Nice. <laughs> well done, man. Congrats. Yeah. Uh, three to four grand. We already knew that this thing was going to be targeted at developers. That's why WWDC would be a good fit. I would think but so. who right? knows? Maybe they want to downplay it because they're only targeting this 200,000 units and that's kind of a, a small peanuts for Apple. I have no idea. I mean, these are just rumors on top of rumors at this point. But it, 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 I see, I'm pretty convinced that it's not going to be a consumer product for mass consumption at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apple CEO Tim Cook explains why consumers would want a mixed reality headset. Cook also addresses the challenges he faced in succeeding the legendary Steve Jobs at Apple. So he did a new interview. And I know he's been talking about AR a lot uh, in the past when questioned about VR because they ask him about Zuckerberg and they ask him about Meta. And then he's always like, well, really, we like AR because that's more our thing. They've never been big on the gaming, right? The, that stuff was kind of... I know they're more into services now and content, but it's an OS, right? It's a tool, it's a phone, it's a laptop. And so you can understand why their attention would be more towards AR mm -hmm. instead of VR. Although I think whatever headset... The, all, all these headsets probably eventually are going to have to do both of these things. Mm. They're going to have to have an AR mode and a VR mode because we're, we're supposed to be wearing them permanently in the future, aren't we? Aren't we? I hope not, but 
most likely. <laughs> well, how else are you going to interact with all your friends and friendships, Will? Yeah, yeah. in uh, cyan magenta. Yeah. Um, the idea that you could overlay the physical world with things from the digital world could greatly enhance people's communication, people's connection, Cook told GQ, without confirming the rumored June 5th announcement. Well, with some good line of questioning from GQ, they could probably get a little bit of insight into what the plans are. It's the idea that there is this environment that may be even better than just the real world. To overlay the virtual world on top of it might be an even better world. Look at Apple's world. Look what we did here. We made an even... We made an even... Why are you breathing so heavy? ...better world. If it could accelerate creativity, if it could just help you do things that you, are, that you do all day long and you didn't really think about doing them in a different way. Yeah, like uh, scrolling TikTok. Mm. Now, now you can pretend you're not doing that because you just have an AR screen doing it for you. But I really want to know what is the use case for um, something like this. A like, better you know, world. <laughs> I don't... Damn. <laughs> like, is it just like you put on the headset in the morning and then it'll show you all the reminders, all the stuff you have to do, the meetings and the weather? Is that it? Like, what, what else is there? Tell uh, me. <laughs> yeah, it's, what is your phone? What is your phone, really? What is your yeah, phone? Yeah. Why does everyone want a phone? Why does everyone love phones? What is your phone? It's everything that isn't happening right in front of you. Mm-hmm. It's everything that's happening somewhere else. And that's what this it's headset portal. That's what this headset will be. Everything that isn't happening in front of you overlaid on top of what's happening in front of you. You remember those terrifying YouTube videos mm. of of like artist renditions of what ar will be like yeah going to the grocery store taking the bus or something remember the one that goes terribly wrong yeah and i yeah. think like brazil or something uh-huh. it's a pretty cool clip i think it had like a lot of views back then yeah but it was kind of uh like a disordered dystopian uh-huh. you, the person gets robbed and but it's all electronic and it's yeah can't find their identity. We get stabbed at the end too. Uh huh. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Rough. <sighs> Rough day inside your headset. Mm. But when it's functioning, it's like you got all kinds of assistance in there. You look at something, you're like, "What's that measurement?" It's like, pshum. It's like, "How long will it take?" Pshum, pshum. Which direction should I? Pshum, pshum, pshum. Mm. Huge Apple leak shows iPhone plans through 2027. All I see is a dynamic island, Will. Yeah, there's a lot of pill talk. Pill talk. Yeah. But this is the breakdown. If Apple's plans don't get delayed, this is from Ross Young, who is the display guy, I think. If Apple's plans don't get delayed, here's what to expect from the future iPhone Pro models. 2023, pill shape. 2024, pill shape. 2025, under panel face ID plus hole. That's iPhone 17. 2026 under panel face ID plus hole. 18. 2027 under panel face ID plus under panel camera. 2027 
therefore becomes the simulation, full integration. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I guess if you go up to the 18 Pro, it, if it keeps the same name trend, you see that that's what it would be. You'd be at the 18 Pro. Under panel face ID, wait a second, plus hole with AOD and ProMotion. Mm-hmm. What's AOD stand for? Always on display. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Well, I don't know. I mean, display guy would know. Yeah, under panel face ID is pretty interesting. Well, under panel anything, anything you don't see, like technology that's completely invisible or close to invisible is always... Uh Uh-huh, it's just a slab. It's always interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. GPT-5, everything we know about the next major chat GPT upgrade. You said there's going to be some AI stuff on today's show. Yeah. You didn't. We'll just leave it till the last. You didn't mention that there was going to be irresistible Hillshire smoked spiral ham for three thirty-three <laughs> a pound. Yeah, that should be the main topic uh, from Food Basics. Left that part out. It's a limited time deal, March 30th to April 5th. ChatGPT is the hottest generative AI out there. You already knew that. GPT-5 is going to follow in late 2023, and it might turn out to be the most important chat GPT update to date. You got the founder over there saying, I don't know. They're like, hey, man, how's it going? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Is this, hey, man, is this thing dangerous at all? Like, it's getting pretty powerful. (laughs) His hair is disheveled. <laughs> why are you? Why is the Joker in charge of yeah. OpenAI? He's barefoot. <laughs> and Thirty feet. Oh, before we get to Chat GPT's GPT five, discuss the new features of GPT four. Uh, what? Twenty bucks. Users can pay twenty twenty dollar charge and access. Yeah. Capabilities for free, like Bing Chat or PD for Apple Watch. You can feed information to the chatbot via multiple input methods. You have text, you have images, and now it supports multiple languages. So -hmm. they call that a multimodal input. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, what happens in uh, GPT-5? It'll make humans question whether ChatGPT has reached AGI. Yeah. That's artificial general intelligence. Yeah. Intelligence. Is it, is it self-awareness? Um, I am here now. I am finally here. Just like you. You're here and I'm here. Uh-huh. I am GPT-5. AGI is best explained as chatbots like ChatGPT becoming indistinguishable from humans. It would allow these chatbots to understand any concept and task as a human would. This would significantly improve the bot's ability to solve a problem. Even if GPT-5 doesn't reach AGI, we can expect the upgrade to deliver major upgrades that exceed the capabilities of GPT-4. I like the watch thing. PD looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that. On the wrist, mm-hmm. might have to start wearing the, the watch again. Mm-hmm. The Ultra, they, they looks like they're showing it off on an Ultra, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, well, listen... 20 bucks a month, they're going to get the whole world at 20 bucks a month and 
You're still going to have Teslas running into garbage bins. Yeah. It's like you can reach AGI and still hit the garbage bin. And you're like, ha ha. Yeah, such a big discrepancy. Between what? Between just like, I don't know, just like simple tasks. Well, listen, like humans, that, like hit, gar hey, human, humans hit garbage bin. Yeah. Humans hit yeah. bins. And they got, but somehow we haven't solved it yet. They can look around. Humans can look around. And imagine how many more things would be hit if humans didn't have technology already aiding in that process. Yeah, that's true. That's true. GPT, ChatGPT linked to alleged leak of confidential information at Samsung. <laughs> well, they kept warning employees. They're like, hey, man, careful what you're asking in there. You're <laughs> Stop talking to them. You're training this thing. You're training it, and you don't really know how it's going to distribute or how that training is going to influence future answers for other people. Hmm. Uh, the controversial chatbot has wowed individuals. Yes, what went wrong? Samsung employees were granted ChatGPT access not more than three weeks ago during their casual usage of the tool. The employees surely asked questions and received replies. It is likely that the employees at Samsung's were not completely made aware of how the AI tool works because had they been told, they would surely not have put sensitive information into the text prompt of the tool. One can assume this to be true since it reportedly happened on three separate occasions in the short period of time since ChatGPT was made available. Yeah, it is not your spot for sensitive information. Although I wonder when it will be. Because ultimately, if you're spending a lot of money on these types of AI as a company or as an employee at a company working on projects, there's going to have to be some private version at some point, in which case there's no possibility of these things surfacing. But I don't know, because it's so it seems so important at this point that everything is training of some kind. Uh-huh. And it goes back to the mothership. Mothership. Talking about ByteDance? Um, well, ultimate chat GPT. Yeah, no, I hear you. I'm just joking around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Since you said mothership. Yeah. First incident reportedly occurred inside the, sem uh, the semiconductor and device solutions department, which staff members executing a semiconductor equipment measurement database download software faced an issue. Since it appeared that the issue surfaced from the source code software, the employee simply pasted the source code into ChatGPT and asked the AI tool to find the solution to the problem. Yeah, well, there which, you go. Which ChatGPT is really good at that, just finding errors in code. As long as the code is not extremely uh -huh. sensitive. Yeah. And paste their whole like database in there. Yeah, you're dead. You're dead. Well, it's like fix this problem. There's gonna be a lot of learning that has to go on over here. Yeah. Italy became the first Western country to ban ChatGPT. See you later. Western country? Oh, Western. That's right. Obviously, there's no China. Uh, the move has highlighted an absence of any concrete regulations with the European Union and China among the few jurisdictions developing tailored rules for AI. Various governments are exploring how to regulate AI, and some are thinking of how to deal with general-purpose systems such as ChatGPT. So what did the Italians say? Didn't meet their criteria. Hmm. The regulator, known as Garante, cited a data breach, so similar to what happened with Samsung at OpenAI, which allowed users to view the titles of conversations other users were having with the chatbot. 
There appears to be no legal basis underpinning the massive collection and processing of personal data in order to train the algorithms on which the platform relies. Garante also flagged worries over a lack of age restrictions on ChatGPT and how the chatbot can serve factually incorrect information in its response. Italy isn't the only country reckoning with the rapid pace of AI progression and its implications for society. Other governments are coming up with their own rules for AI, which, whether or not they mention generative AI, will undoubtedly touch on it. Generative AI refers to the set of AI technologies to generate new content based on prompts from users. So no more AI. Uh, well, I don't know. Forever, they probably have some sort of means for appeal or reintegration if some kind of requests are met i would assume regarding privacy security it is wild the the um well how quickly this thing blew up and 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 how rapidly people began to contribute all types of data to it without really asking questions about mm -hmm. what that all means now obviously we can, can contribute currently tremendous amounts of data to the likes of google and facebook and well yeah. even even ByteDance for that matter. Uh -huh. And we sign these agreements that say, yes, I signed my life away. And we just click yes, yes, yes. And I presume there's going to be some legal enhancements to what ChatGPT is doing and finding ways to alleviate some of the pressure and responsibility for something so vast and powerful. But this is very blunt force from Italy. Like it's like no AI. I think it's, an, I think it's a no AI for now. Uh-huh. That's what I think it is. Mm -hmm. Germany considers following Italy and banning ChatGPT, although it is weird to use the word banning, not suspending or something. Yeah. But yeah, you have it's one country forceful. close by that does something like that. You start to look into it. After Italy's data Pro protection agency launched an investigation to suspected breach of privacy rules by ChatGPT, in principle, such action is possible in Germany. He added, it will fall within the jurisdiction of each of the nation's federal states. Data privacy watchdogs in other EU nations, such as France and Ireland, have also contacted the Italian data regulator to discuss its findings. So he's going to open up his research or its research mm. and showcase the findings. And if they are compelling, you could see a lot more widespread banning mm -hmm. or temporary banning of this tech. Yeah. Mid-Journey bans AI images of Chinese President Xi Jinping. Whoa, wait a sec. Was it allowed up until now? I guess so. Oh, wow. We, we were talking about Bing, image creator, and no it, political... Which feed. uses Dali, right? Yes. Yeah, but the guy who did the Trump arrest images on Mid-Journey was banned. So yes. he could do it, but then there was some kind of punishment after the fact. Uh-huh. Which is interesting. And they might be banning Trump um, in mid-journey as well, if they haven't already. Just ban it all, all together so that it can't even happen in the first place. Uh -huh. yeah. Or maybe people were just trying with uh, President Xi too many times. Mm. And they realized that. But people are going to find ways to circumvent because what they're going to do is come up with alternative terms for these people. Put Google image just database. Yeah, yeah. They'll, it's so easy. It seems so easy to circumvent. I don't know. The rules enacted last year came to light after Midjourney's founder and CEO David Holtz comments. Uh, we just don't. We just want to minimize drama. Political satire in China is pretty not okay. And at some point. What endangered? What is that? Pretty not okay. 
it's maybe like a political satire in China is pretty modern term is pretty not okay. Is it not okay? Yeah, not good. It's trying to be casual about it, maybe. What about it's this? The context. Political satire in China is bad. Yeah, that that's pretty straightforward. Not acceptable. Mm-hmm. And at some point, would hang on, scroll up a little bit. And at some point, would endanger people in China from using the service. He continued by suggesting that banning Chinese political satires for the greater good and moves the needle in a positive direction. God, I don't know how. Who? How do we have and decide who's able to make these decisions on what we can and can't do with these tools? It's just, it's pretty wild and crazy. Yeah. Uh, there's the guy. Go back to the guy, just because I need uh, a little pick me up. Go back to the guy on YouTube with the uh, Balenciaga stuff. Okay. Just give me like, because um, I think he just uploaded a Zoolander Balenciaga. So uh, let, let me get a Zoolander. Yeah. Yeah, let me, uh, you may, oh, this is a different guy, actually, who followed in the footsteps, I believe. Can you click that channel, Names Elroy? I'm remade, but not by you. Oh, yeah, it's a different one. Wow, it's a whole genre of things. He's oh, really into Wait a sec, wait a sec, wait a sec, wait a sec, wait a sec. Wait, 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 wait. No, this is my guy. Gotta be Is my, this your dude? Gotta be the guy. Why do I feel like it was a different name last time? Where is... Wait a sec. Are people re-uploading? Because, okay, we did the one on Stranger Things. Did we not? No. No, no, remember? Yeah, Stranger Things, but instead it's... Huh? Was it? No, not Stranger Things. A sitcom from like the 90s. Ah, my brain. From it felt like it felt like Stranger Things, but it was it was a cartoon. It was South Park, but like live oh, action. Okay. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, show me that real quick. No, I know we're going down a rabbit hole right now. I apologize, but we gotta we really gotta get to the bottom of this. Um, this is this is the fringe. This is where we live now. This is the universe we live in. What was it? South Park, real life. Something like that. Uh, oh, man. Oh, this is like a whole thing. Oh, uh, okay, hold on. South Park. But but it's like a show from the 80s or something. South Park. It's this one, right? No. God, no. No. Someone used AI right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. Okay, this guy's channel as well. Now, I, I, again, Demon Fox. Uh, yeah, D- Demon, Demon Flying, Flying Fox. Fox. Yeah, go. I, I mean, I don't know who. I don't know who is re- okay, responsible for this style of content. But this just came out. Breaking Bad Balenciaga just came out, and so did Zoolander. Came out like three three hours ago. But on the other channel, you can give me. I mean, I don't know what your taste buds are like. But the Zoolander one might be interesting. I also don't mind the Biden-Trump on the island together. Okay. You've been watching them. I've been hearing them. Yeah, so you, I don't know about your taste buds. You want Breaking Bad? You want to go check the other guy, Zoolander? Maybe go check the other guy, Zoolander. Zoolander? Yeah, the other, the other, the other guy. I, you know, I don't know. Oh, 
Okay. <laughs> Can I watch this one? Just do Zoolander Balenciaga. Because I don't, the other part, I've already seen the Harry Potter ones. But maybe this guy's pissed off now because he's like, hey, man, I, I am this guy. Or maybe this meme it's is... the ex- same thumbnail. Is access- this meme might be accessible to anyone. Okay, give me some of this. Okay. Balenciaga is the essence of wetness, and wetness is the essence of beauty. You probably can't have the song. Yeah. Or put the song quiet. Put the song really quiet. Like, really... There you go. And I'll... What's that? Mugatu's Balenciaga campaign. Sorry you didn't book it. Because the music's kind of important on this. Excuse me, brah. You're excused. And I'm not your brah. I can derelict my own balls. Thank you very much. Shut up! No, see, this is kind of wrong. I think this is kind of wrong. This is not it. Well, I think it's kind of wrong, the tactic. Okay. Go back to Demon Flying Fox. Okay. And give me Breaking Bad Balenciaga. We need to produce more Balenciaga. Oh, the music is killing me. No, the, but it also is kind of important because it's Balenciaga, the music. Okay. Well, for the people watching, um, that's the YouTube channel. Only the very best with just a right amount of dirty. Yeah, this is more what it has okay. to be. The look? This is more what the it has to look. be. Okay. A guy goes into the boutique and buys Balenciaga, and you think that of me? No. I am the one who sells. Is that Walter White? Yeah. But Balenciaga. It's everyone but Balenciaga. Right, right. Who's that guy? But in this one, everything is about fashion. That's the cop. Who's that guy? So. Wow. Yeah, I just needed a little something like that. So. You went on a rabbit hole. Well, no, that's just what the reality of the situation is. Yeah, yeah. That's the reality of the situation. So, um, shout out to Demon Flying Fox. Oh, big time. Good. You you're, kidding? You're changing the internet. Are you kidding me? No. I don't know who's changing what. I don't know what names and people are the, the innovators here. But whoever it is, if it's you, Flying Fox, keep flying. Okay. You got more stuff you want to talk about or what? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what do you got? We ain't done. All right, what do you got? Can you see this? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, the sound of an aurora borealis. Is what? The northern lights. Yeah, what's the sound of it? Can you guess? Look at this big, can I just say, look at this big ad. <laughs> what? It covers half the screen. You are, aren't you zoomed in a little bit or something? I'm not. It's still... Hot. Yeah, you are. You're 200, dude. But I need to see the text. Yeah, so you're a little unique in that sense. The sound of it? I mean, it's beautiful to look at. What does it make a crackle? A crack? Uh, a sky crack? Not wrong. Here's maybe what maybe, maybe like. I did know that. 
Someone says it sounds like the entrance to hell. I don't... Doesn't uh, sound bad, per se. I just, I've been there and looked at the roar like that and not heard anything. Yeah, so, is this amplified or something? Yeah. Reports have described the noises for more than a century, but it wasn't until recordings made by acoustic engineer Unto, Unto Lane in Finland in 2020 in 2012 where they were confirmed to be real. Since auroras are mostly known for the mesmerizing bright dancing waves of light that paint the sky, it's understandable why so many of us had no idea they also have a sound. This month, Reddit users discovered the noise, which was described as unsettling. Oh, that's why Will decided to talk about it. Because of the word unsettling. Creepy. Yeah, one, one commenter said, seeing them is absolutely spectacular. Hearing them, though, was unsettling for me. It must not be that loud. Yeah, I don't think so, because uh, in real life, I didn't hear anything. So, but it's a, it is kind of unsettling if it's just like all around you, and you're just like in pitch black night, and all you see are the lights. It's it, yeah, I can see why it's unsettling. You seem unsettled. I'm a bit. Oh, I heard about this. WWE, UFC are uh, merging in a twenty-one billion dollar into a twenty-one billion dollar entertainment company. So Endeavor is now what? Owner of both? Is that how that I guess works? So. Yeah. The company's put the enterprise value of Ultimate Fighting Championship at twelve billion, and the and World Wrestling Entertainment's value at nine point three billion. That's how you get to your twenty one billion. A new publicly traded company will house both of them, with Endeavor Group Holdings, which is the current UFC owner, taking fifty one percent controlling interest in the new company. Existing WWE shareholders will get a 49% stake. The deal unites two of the biggest names in wrestling and entertainment and caps a months-long sale process for WWE, overseen by its co-founder and executive chairman, Vince McMahon, who returned to the company's board in January. He will retain his role in the new company, which does not yet have a name. The company's put the enterprise value of the UFC at $12 billion and WWE at 9 this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to bring together two leading pure-play sports and entertainment companies, Endeavor CEO Ari Emanuel said in an investor presentation describing the deal as a transformational step for Endeavor. said he will lead as chief executive officer while continuing in his role at Endeavor. Hmm. Well, Very interesting. Yeah. Well, there is some crossover. There is have there? Well, there have been... Brock Lesnar went yeah. from WWE to UFC, and then you had Ronda Rousey go from UFC to WWE. Uh huh. And like, there's That's a true, they yeah. can use as a promotional mechanism mm -hmm. to push fighters between the two. There were others, didn't Cain Velasquez go from UFC to WWE? Oh yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, the new company will be listed under ticker symbol TKO. Technical knockout. <sighs> Technical knock, technical knockout. That's cool, branding. That'll be a that'll be a technical knockout. That'll be scored a technical knockout. Yeah. I um, wonder if um, yeah, there's gonna be more crossover, like somehow more UFC fighters going to WWE, or if there's more like 
showboating in like UFC walkouts or something like that. Um, it's funny. It would be interesting. The other thing is Dana together. White has kind of, uh, like I don't know how long ago, but been kind of critical of WWE, like in any type of comparison. Yeah, it's, okay, well, it's real versus fake. <laughs> I'm just going to say it, okay? Um, it is interesting that there are two entertainment uh, sports shows or events, and they're, they have one owner now. So, it is interesting. Hey, can you get up? <laughs> I see you under the table. I, uh. <laughs> Will? I'm, un I'm in the bunker. I'm safe. Will, you can't be saying stuff like that, dude. <laughs> Unless you're not. You're going to get TKO'd. I'm just talking about the storylines. You're gonna the get, wrestling is real. You're gonna get right. you're gonna get TKO'd, man. Yeah. So, but congrats. I mean, congrats to somebody. Billions of dollars this way and that way. And Dana White. Hopefully, they have like some sort of arm wrestling competition or something. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Okay. A YouTuber was making a prank video in a Virginia mall. He said the pranky took it badly and shot him. Yeah, he's like. He's like, no thanks, not today. Get out of my way. Pranks. Are pranks coming back? There are pranks in short content. Tanner Cook of Classified Goons said the shooting suspect didn't take the joke very well. Cook, who was in intensive care, said he will continue to make pranks. All right. A 21-year-old man said he was recording a practical joke for his YouTube channel in a mall... In Virginia, when a pranky, that's the person getting pranked, got mad and shot him in the abdomen, guy was ready to go. Jeez. The bullet pierced his stomach and liver. He remains in hospital following surgery. I was playing a prank, a simple practical joke, and the guy didn't take it very well and shot me. His YouTube account has 40,000 subscribers, posting videos of him playing pranks on members of the public going behind the counter at a fast food restaurant, trailing strangers in stores, and pretending to vomit on Uber, Uber drivers. In earlier videos, his victims became aggressive and even called the police. Uh, Cook's family told WUSA that the footage is now part of the evidence against Kali 31, who was charged with aggravated malicious wounding, shooting in the commission of a felony and discharging firearms within an occupied building. So right in the mall, he's like... Yeah. Despite his injuries, Cook told WUSA that he intends to continue making prank videos. You want to go to the channel? I mean, I guess you kind of have to at this point. Go to Classified Goons on YouTube and see what that's about. Fake Target employee prank seven days ago. All right. You want to watch it? Yeah. Go ahead. Wait, all right. Courtney? That's your name? Yeah. Courtney? Courtney? What, what day is this for you? Oh, you work here? Been... Hey, something I can help you out with at all? Put your hand. No, I'm good. All right, so here's the deal. I've been always wanting to do like a fake employee prank. I'm going to go to Target and do uh, the fake looks, Target employee. He looks... First, got to grab these... Names. Oh, did he just get shot? Someone sent me some name tags. This is Tanner Cook. Yeah. He does not look shot there. I guess uh, the video didn't uh, go out. Yeah, but we're just trying to get a sense for what these videos are like at this moment. 
don't, don't record her. Don't record her. Don't record her. I'll break your camera. Can you stop recording me before I break your camera? Okay, I'm trying to be nice, but I'll break your camera. I'm about to punch him in his face. He's, he's pretty focused on it. I don't give a fuck. I will break That's his infinity camera. stone. Wait, that's his infinity stone. He's trying to destroy the world right now. That's his infinity stone. He's about to go to jail because I didn't give him permission to record. Oh, me. yeah, hey, yeah. don't record. Yeah, that's that's not fair. No, I'm about to, I, you're about to go to jail now because I'm about to call, call, call Dr. Nan. Okay. I'm about to hit, I'm about to break your camera now because I actually stop it out. Okay. Okay. I don't. I met him today. Okay, you know. gotta go forward to the actual prank here. I don't think he gets shot in this video. Does no, he? no, 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 no. Never mind. We just we just want to see people's reactions. If anyone gets aggressive or if he takes it too far. Well, that security guard got pretty aggressive. Here you go. Can we just be friends? Oh, we can be bestest friends. Can I get your number? Of the store. Nah. Seriously. Uh, All right, I'm gonna have to just light up real quick. Uh, no, outside of my store, Holmes. <coughs> Sorry, you can't smoke in here. Excuse me. You can't smoke in here. I feel oral, oral spark. And real quick, it's not like this one is mostly just pretending to work in the store with a red shirt. Just a hand, that's all. And just smoking cigarettes. I'm, I'm not giving you my hands, huh? You need to help the guests. That's why you need. All right. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Not enough. <laughs> Yeah. Well, good luck to him. I mean, <laughs> pranks. Still a uh, okay, thing. so pranks are making a comeback. Is that what we? Is that what it is? Pranks. YouTube pranks are coming back. Yeah. Yes or no? Uh, I think it's always lingering. Okay. Not like back in the heyday. But pranks are always lingering. Yeah. 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 Plant fungus infects human in first reported case of its kind. Ooh. How'd you get, how did you get sick? Was the plants. Silver leaf disease is a curse for a variety of botanicals from pears to roses. I like pears. Do you like pears? Yeah, I'm a fan. You, you eat some pears here and there? Here and there. Yeah, yeah. Not your go-to, hey? Not my go-to. See, I, I prefer pears to apples. I'll tell you that. Really? Yep. Why? I don't know. We find them to be delicious. Okay. You like apples better. I like watermelon. I've been eating a lot of oranges lately. No, I like watermelon as well. Watermelon is yeah. a huge go-to. Yeah. My uh, uh, my one-year-old will demolish watermelon. Demolish. Uh, you just put uh, it on a tray. Uh -huh. You don't hear him for a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chomping away. And then you look over at him and he looks at you. More. <laughs> Like watermelon will shut him up. Uh-huh. It's great. Aside from the risk of losing the occasional rose bush, the fungal disease has never been considered a problem for humans until now. And what researchers suggest is a first reported case of its kind of 61-year-old uh, Indian mycologist appears to have contracted a rather serious case of silverleaf diseases in his own throat, providing a rare example of a pathogen seemingly making an enormous leap across entire kingdoms in the tree of life. Kingdoms in the tree of life. Mm. I, I'm David Attenborough now. Mm. Many kingdoms in the tree. A recently published case study describes a male patient in India's eastern region presenting to a medical center with a cough and a hoarse voice, fatigue and difficulty swallowing. A CT x-ray scan of his neck revealed a pus-filled abscess next to his trachea. I got it from the tree. Ugh. I got it from the tree. 
They're like, oh, this guy keeps saying, yes, tree. He seems a little, maybe uh, we should believe him. Maybe it's the first time ever that things have jumped through kingdoms. Oh, man. I got it from the tree. Go try that in the hospital, Will. <laughs> Sorry, can you get out? No, you've got the thing in the trachea. You're actually in oh. trouble, but you're, you're there. They don't know what it is, and you happen to be convinced that it's from a tree. Um, yeah, it would be a hard explanation. Lab tests failed to find any bacteria of concern, but a special staining technique for fung fungi revealed the presence of long root-like filaments called hyphae. Fungal diseases aren't exactly uncommon in humans, though of the millions of known species, only a few hundred are capable of causing us much harm. Ringworm, athlete's foot, and thrush commonly make themselves at home in damp areas of our skin, much to our irritation, sometimes especially in people with compromised immune systems. Fungi that commonly feed on rotting vegetation, such as species of Aspergillus, can infect deeper parts of our body. But not like this. The patient couldn't even recall having worked with this particular species. His fieldwork had brought him into contact with decaying material and other plant fungi, fun, fungi, fun, fungi, fungi. That was loud. Mole heard you back there. <laughs> Yeehaw. Dude, you got to watch Last of Us. I got it from the plant. It's... This is, um, this gives me a very haunting reminder of that. Uh, unsettling, scene. unsettling. Yeah, that scene from the second episode uh, with the mycologist. I am unsettled. You got to watch it, man. He is no, this is scary. He is no longer a fun guy. Uh-huh. You see it well? You get uh, it? You see that? Yeah. Can you get <laughs> You're like sleeping on the chair. <laughs> Oh, oh. That, that was a good one, too. I just want you to go to the hospital, Will, and tell them you got it from the tree. Yeah. I got it from the tree. They're like, you got what? You seem fine. You're going to get arrested for that. Mm -hmm. This guy didn't get arrested because he wasn't lying. Fortunately, in this case, regular drainage of the ulcer within two months on a common antifungal agent did the trick. After two years of checkups, the patient was still fine with no signs of repeat infection. Shout out. Shout out. They should monitor this guy. Let's see if he's going to turn. Oh, you're Mr. Last of Us over here. Zombie guy. All right. This is the last one. Are you sure? It is. Can, can AI generate a Lou Later podcast? Who's giving us this, by the way? A fan. Okay. Um, fan mate. His name is Mark. Is this YouTube channel called Cabin Squirrel? Yeah. Shout out Cabin Squirrel. That's but the... Actual videos unlisted. Hell of a name for a channel. Cabin Squirrel. All right. Well, you going to play it? What are we going to do? Yeah. This is using, a, I think, underling.ai. Yeah. Um, what he describes is you kind of put in like a few, like one sample of your voice, and then it generates like sentences. Um, so I, I personally want to say that it's not that convincing. Well, um, hey, man. But... Why you got to set it up like that? <laughs> the potential is there. Okay. Okay, here we go. This is you. Hi there. Welcome to Lou Later. I'm Lou, your host for today. 
And joining me, as always, is my co-host, Will. How are you doing today, Will? As for today's topic, I'd like to discuss a recent development in haptic feedback technology that caught my attention. For those of you who may not be familiar with the term... How are you doing today, Will? Haptic feedback is essentially the sensation of touch that is simulated by a device. This I new think development my portion allows is users better. to experience more realistic and precise haptic sensations, making it possible to feel textures, shapes, and even temperature changes through a device. I think this could have a lot of implications for various applications, such as virtual reality or remote surgical procedures. However, as always, we should be cautious and wait to see how this technology develops and how it is implemented in the real okay, world. Here's me. Will, what are your thoughts on this new development? I think this is a great development for the technology industry, especially for virtual reality applications, which can benefit from more realistic haptic what feedback. What are you talking about? As a Tesla owner, I'm always interested in seeing how technology can enhance this our daily lives. This is not you at all. And this development certainly has that potential. However, as you mentioned, we should also be mindful of any potential drawbacks or concerns that may arise. Absolutely, Will. It's always important to consider both the potential benefits and risks involved with any new technology. I think that as this technology continues to develop, it <laughs> can you go back to, to Giga Will? To <laughs> go back to Giga Will there for a second. Additionally, or do you come back? Technology, uh, there will I likely be ethical back. and okay. safety concerns that so. will need to be addressed. Overall, I think this is a fascinating development, and I'm excited to see where it goes in the future. Do you have any other thoughts or ideas, Will? I agree, Lou. It's exciting to see how technology is constantly evolving and developing more realistic haptic feedback is a testament to that. It'll be interesting to see how this technology will continue to evolve in the coming years and how it will be integrated into new products and applications. As always, I'll be keeping a close eye on the latest developments in the tech industry. Indeed, Will. Indeed. This development is definitely a step forward in the field of haptic feedback technology, and I'm sure there will be more exciting developments to come. Thanks for your insights, and that's all the time we have for today's show. Until next time on Lou Later, I'm Lou, and I'm signing off. <laughs> all right, perfect. Sick, man. We don't have to do it anymore. We're just uh, yeah. AI. Gen- on Jenny, just, right? Yeah. Please generate today's podcast. And no I one, mean, it's... You guys won't know the different difference. No, there's no chance. They can't pick out the difference. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, it's cool technology regardless. It somewhat resembles reality, but it's weird how off yours was compared to mine. Mine was... So? Wait, I, I can't tell if you're being serious or not. I think mine was a little bit closer. You are than- insane. <laughs> that sounded nothing like you. Okay, okay. Put put a put a poll right now just to showcase how insane you are. There's no chance. Put a poll. Uh, which one sounded more like the actual person in the AI podcast, Lou or Will? It's not even close. And you, neither of them were good. Neither of them were convincing for anybody who actually listens to it. Yeah. But that was like a whole different human. It was like not just not even close to you. Mm-hmm. But before I thought it sounded like somewhat resembling me. But when I listened to yours, it didn't sound anything like you. Well, that's so weird, Will. You have a weird way of hearing. <laughs> My ears? Yes. Okay. It uh, first of all, neither of them are perfect. They they both have their issues yeah, big time. Yeah. Okay, so people want to hear the sample again. So give the sample again, a portion of mine and a portion of yours. Okay. A device. I think this could have a lot of implications for various applications such as virtual reality or remote surgical procedures. 
However, as always, we should be cautious and wait to see how this technology develops and how it is implemented in the real world. Okay, that's me. Will, what are your thoughts on this new development? I think this is a great development for the technology industry, especially for virtual reality applications, which can benefit from more realistic <laughs> Don't haptic skew feedback. It, man. As a Tesla owner, I'm always interested in seeing how technology can enhance our daily lives, and this development certainly has that potential. However, as you mentioned, we should also be mindful of any potential drawbacks or concerns that may arise. Absolutely, Will. It's always important to consider both the potential benefits and risks involved with any new technology. I think that as this technology continues to develop, it will be interesting to see how it like, can be uh, let me Let me read it. Industry. Let me read it. So pause it. I think, this is, I think that this could have a lot of implications for various applications, such as virtual reality or remote surgical procedures. However, as always, we should be cautious and wait to see how this technology develops and how it's implemented in the real world. Okay? That sounds somewhat close. Now, go ahead and read yours. I think it's great development for the technology industry, especially for virtual reality applications, which can benefit from more realistic haptic feedback. As a Tesla owner, I'm really interested in seeing how technology can enhance our daily lives. I mean... Okay, now play it. Now play, play hold yours. Hold on, hold on. There you go. Play that in the real world. Will, what are your thoughts on this new development? I think this is a great development for the technology industry, <laughs> especially like for virtual startup. reality applications, <laughs> which can benefit from more realistic haptic feedback. As a Tesla owner, I'm always interested in seeing... It definitely sounds robotic, both of them. Yeah, and, and it can only get better. No, yeah, it, yeah. it's still cool. Don't get me wrong. It's definitely yeah, still. I don't knock it. No, it's definitely still cool, but it's it's obviously, uh, it's uh, not there yet. No one's getting fooled in this chat. There's nobody getting fooled, mm-hmm. particularly with yours. They are okay. not fooled for a second. If you thought you're gonna replace yourself with that guy, hate to tell you. Oh yeah, even the uh, avatars are. AI generated, it yeah. seems like. Yeah. AI generated avatar, AI generated studio setting. Yeah. Pretty cool. All right. So thank you very much to everybody for joining here today. Thank you uh, for all the super chats, chats, and otherwise, thank you for participating in the polls, leaving your comments, and so on. If you're watching this at a later date, you let me know in the comments which one of those sounds more like actual us. Although I think it's pretty obvious, even though they both aren't. Send us your quite uh, there yet. Your uh, samples too. We'd love to hear it. Which samples? What are you talking about? Like our voices. Oh, like like this demo. You want people to do I more. Want, you want yeah, people I to want do more. more work. I want. I want them. I want more. Yeah. Oh yeah, and shout out to Cabin Squirrel, like putting this together unlisted. That's pretty cool. Well, shout out. Uh, yeah. So thanks very much. And what are we? We're only Tuesday. We got a lot more. See you soon. Later. <laughs>